0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish podcast. We are going to be continuing talking about Emma, and I am once again joined by Bethany from Prince Kai FanPod.
1: Hi!
0: Every time I get really close to saying, I'm joined by Emma from Bethany. (laughs) (laughs) I would (laughs)
1: answer to it. It's fine.
0: It's fine. That's just how it is.
1: I start my new job soon, and I went yesterday Mm -hmm. to go look at my library, and, uh, I'll be working as a school librarian and it was like this whole conversation of like, do you prefer to go by, um, Miss Beth, Miss Bethany, Mrs. Finger? And I was like, Miss Bethany is fine. I didn't know I had options.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, whatever is fine. That's I prefer
1: cool. Miss Bethany. I don't like being called Beth. And honestly, I don't know if I turn around if someone said Mrs. Finger like, okay, Finger has been my last name for over a decade, but no one actually says Mrs. Finger to me, so it would take me a second to, like, adapt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, well, in high school, I went by my last name, um, but we were, my boyfriend and I were still dating in high school, so jokingly, people would call me by his last name. So I've gotten Aww. used to answering to everything um weirdly enough though i had someone continuously address me by my middle name because it's um in my email so they kept calling me like miss my middle name and i was like um maybe they
1: think it's like a hyphen last name kind of thing
0: i don't know because it's you know when you have your email it says your actual name and then like your email address so i was like it's kind of like a big assumption to go by especially because i've corrected and i would like thanks so much rachel ames and she'd keep going miss my middle name and i was like Ugh, okay don't do that it's weird it's like cringe yeah it's like at this That's point funny. if i say rachel i keep saying rachel why would you not just go okay thank you so much rachel you know and i emailed this lady for months and then she got fired or quit i'm not really sure but um she no longer works there
1: <laughs>
0: so That's funny. yeah no longer have this issue <laughs>
1: oh man
0: but do you know what never quits uh um, my love for jane austen that's right? a transition there we go
1: love it love it to i it right back just, in i was just saying before we recorded that i got so caught up in the story that i actually did finish the book so i hope i don't accidentally give anything away because this is actually our second to last episode
0: we're close our last
1: one. So, I know,
0: I can see the ending oops, on the Dazies. horizon. It's
1: fine.
0: <laughs> but we are on chapter 34. Um, now Miss Elton is saying that everyone is visiting her so much and she has so many social engagements that they can hardly oh, have a no. day to herself. I know. The oh, horror! Yeah, I have too many friends. Oh, pity me. I'm just so popular. It's like, uh,
1: it's like Chandler going like, Oh, no, my wallet's too big for my $50 bills, and my diamond shoes are too tight.
0: (laughs) Yeah, truly. Suffering, as you can tell.
1: Such a struggle.
0: My purse stock doesn't fit in my Louis Vuitton purse. (laughs) Um, But she just seems to think she's the bee's knees and that she's the absolute ruler of fashion and everyone needs to get her opinion on everything. And Emma's like, mm, okay,
1: whatever, weirdo. Emma's basically like, do you have any idea who I am? Literally. <laughs> What's funny is like this whole book so far could be like the audacity of this bitch, mm-hmm. but Emma's bitch. But from Emma's perspective, it's like, oh,
0: yeah,
1: Ugh. like she just gets so frustrated by everything she does or says. And it's like, girl, you're the kettle or the pot. But what? you're the same person. You get that, right? Like, literally you have way too many things in common for you to be this hyper like hypercritical of her.
0: Yeah, it's only because she's new. I feel like that Emma's enraged by her. <laughs> you know, like
1: you part of Emma is like a little upset that the attention is waning from her to Mrs. Uh, to Miss Elton.
0: I think so. I think yeah. Emma's been used like, to I'm being star. like the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Emma very much gives me like you have you ever been in like a small town and there's always that one girl that's like super hot and everyone's like, wow, like this is the girl. And then everyone becomes adults and like finds, you know, partners and moves into the town or their partner moves into the town whatever. And she's no longer the it girl, but she's still like from high school thinks of herself as the it girl. And you're like, um, we all have like adult jobs now. Like,
1: Right. Like the, it wants to become, well, and also being a teenager, that was a really long stumble, but <laughs> being a teenager, you're getting shaped, right? You're getting molded. That's when you're uh, when you get to know yourself a little, you're starting to get to know yourself as a person. You start thinking independently um, and it's very influential time. And we're extremely influenced by the people in our school, whether we want their acceptance or not. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine being like from the ages of like, 14 to 18 being told that you're like the most beautiful perfect thing in the universe and then at like 20 you find out you're not it's like well that was my whole identity like that's how i got through the last six years what do i do now
0: Mm-hmm. i saw this tiktok <laughs> about this uh girl and she was one of two sisters and one sister was considered to be the smart sister and the other girl was considered to be the pretty sister
1: and then yeah. the smart
0: sister went on to do like this P- it was like a Reddit to TikTok post, but she went on and did a PhD and now like drowning in debt. Whereas the quote unquote pretty sister went to college, became a doc, uh, a, a nurse, and then a CNA, and then married a surgeon and is like financially well off while her parents are like struggling in the debt of the other sister who can't seem to land a job. And I just, I don't know, I just think that's interesting. I have,
1: um, I have sisters and I'm the, like, loser sister, you know? Yeah. Like, Lindsay, my sister Lindsay is 5'11". She has blonde hair, bright blue eyes, and the longest eyelashes you've ever seen. hmm She's definitely the pretty one, right? hmm My sister Samantha is, like, quiet and reserved, but when she does open her mouth, she's very well-spoken and intelligent, and she's funny. She says, like, She has the most dry sense of humor, but it it always, like, just nails. Mm -hmm. And then I'm me. Like, I'm not dumb, but I'm not a highly intelligent person. I'm not ugly, but, like, you're not going to look at me and be like, ah, damn, girl. Like, so I'm just, like, kind of there while, like, my sisters are the pretty ones and the smart ones and the funny ones. And I'm just, like, she talks too much and reads books.
0: But we we'll love that for to you
1: too much
0: Taylor Swift. <laughs> we love that for you and we I think you're the best sibling.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have two siblings, and uh it's we used to have like that kind of situation growing up where uh we all had like fa- fell into a niche. I was like the book smart one, but however, my younger sister always seemed to get better grades and uh now she's going to school to be a doctor and I am doing a podcast so I don't you know it's fine and then my youngest (laughs) sibling just started school so I guess we have to figure that out but
1: my sister Lindsay is um great at math and science so she's she actually she's going to school to be a mathematical engineer so how is that fair She's five eleven, with blonde hair, blue eyes, a gorgeous face, ridiculously long eyelashes that could be their own commercial, and she's like a mathematical engineer. That seems unfair.
0: Yeah, I wish I was her. <laughs> I truly did. Yeah, You're I was. Tall, aren't you? I'm five seven, so I'm just really short then. <laughs> I'm because that's still like six tall. inches taller
1: than me, right?
0: I went, okay, once I went to an w- internship, and I was the tallest person. Like, I always thought I was, like, average. And then I went to an internship, and everybody else was, like, five foot to, like, five four. And it it was weird, because every time I'd, like, walk in the office, there was, like, two men that were taller than me, but everybody else was shorter than me. So I'd, like, That's walk funny. in, and I felt like a towering giant over, like, my internship. It was weird. I'm literally
1: never the tallest person in a room um there have been people i've met that are slightly shorter than me because i'm five one and a quarter so i have to bet people that are slightly shorter than me or at my height but i've never been the tallest person in the room unless you count when i was a preschool teacher in which case i was a ginormous person
0: the um, only benefit it gives you is for some reason you're asked to get every box off of a tall shelf i'm like who put oh, yeah. these up here because it wasn't me and none of you can reach I mean, it how I, did these well, get like-
1: We just talked about how I'm I'm starting my new job as a school librarian. I Mm -hmm. went to my library yesterday and got a a look around the room and uh, it's a charter school. So I'll have grades K through eight Mm -hmm. and the way the last library, no shade. Okay. But the way the last librarian had everything set up was um, not appropriate for those heights. Yeah. You know, like a four year old is not going to find Llama Llama on a shelf that I can't even reach. And I'm 32. okay. I was yeah. like, that has to get changed. And they were, they were, they thought it was so funny. Cause I'm so small. Like they were like, well, what would you, you know, put up there? I'm like, well, first of all, we need to get at least one step ladder. And he's like, well, oh, you'd be surprised how how tall our middle schoolers are. I'm like, dude, I can't reach that. I can tell you, I guarantee you right now, even if I jump, I am coming nowhere near that top shelf. Yeah. And their faces were just like, oh, she's so little. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my boyfriend started doing that where he stores things on top of our cabinets and I can't reach them. And he's like, oh, hey, can you get grab that for me? And I'm like fully extended. I'm like, I'm not climbing on this cabinet. I'm not oh, doing I, it. I
1: immediately jump on the counter because how else am I going to get it?
0: I just I don't want it anyways. It's like some of the whiskey he drinks. So he'll be like, oh, can you grab that for me really quick? And I'll be like, no,
1: no, I actually can't. Yeah. If you're old enough to drink it, you're old enough to grab it from the counter.
0: <laughs> I'm like, unfortunately, your storage solution is not me friendly. So no, I will not be grabbing that.
1: Quentin is like over six feet tall. So pretty much anywhere he goes, someone will ask him to grab something, right? Because he's so tall. Yeah. He's gotten to a point now where he just offers. But he thinks it's unfair because he's like, I have to come to like a literal crawl on the ground. reach the bottom shelf and no one has ever been like do you want me to grab that for you since you're so tall but like i'm tall and i have to grab all the top stuff and i'm like you poor sad little man but this is like the hill you're gonna die on Mm -hmm. i was like what do you grab from the bottom shelf anyways like i don't know but i might need to you don't know i know you can still grab from the bottom shelf and to a certain extent i can only jump so high
0: Mm -hmm. like It's that one ketchup packet Ah. down there. (laughs) Yeah, I, they always put the tea stuff on the very top shelf at my like restaurant job. Um, And I guess it's good that I'm the opener because, you know, I just grab it. But I was uh, opening with someone else uh, who's like five foot three, probably. And she was looking at it and looked at me and looked at it. And I'm like, I don't know why they did this to you. I really don't. They could have put it anywhere else.
1: Right? But that's not where it goes.
0: Yeah. And there's no way to like climb up this ladder either. Do we
1: think she's taller than Jane?
0: Okay. Here's my, here's my fan theory. Okay. My little brain headcanon. I think she's like, outrageously tall i think that she's taller than mr elton yes
1: i was getting that impression too
0: yeah i think she's like one of those people
1: look down on everybody
0: yeah because she's like very into fashion and for some reason my head means when you're into fashion you're very tall i don't know why there's no reason to think that that yeah right yeah you're either tall or you wear stilettos and there's no in between Everywhere you go. Stilettos. Six inches. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Emma is like, I know I need to have a party for them, but I'd rather not, which is a mood.
1: That's story of my life.
0: I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore. Like, have parties for other people when they show up in town.
1: I mean... My sister just had her 28th birthday. She came to Vegas for four days, and all four days we had to do something. We had got to eat. We had to go shopping. We had to go make golf. We had to go to the pool. We had to go play bingo. I was like, Lindsay, I love you, and I got you a really nice present, but I need four. I cannot afford to go to all these places. And she's like, Well, the pool is free because it's at my hotel. And I'm like, Why don't we just spend all of our time there? Yeah.
0: Okay. That I
1: can afford. Something free I can afford. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah my uh one of my friends is going on a trip with or a weekend vacation with one of their other friends and the girl said that they uh are, since they're only bringing $300 for the weekend for her and her partner that's not enough money and I was like whoa whoa what I'm sorry $300 in a weekend for two people is not enough money where are you guys going
1: split and make chicken at that yeah. point like hop through a drive-thru before you get there and then be like, we'll just have water.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I would not be in attendance. And this is after the hotel's already been paid.
1: No, gross.
0: Yeah. I've never spent that much money in a weekend.
1: I can't spend that much money in the weekend or my rent's not going to get paid.
0: (laughs) Big same. But I've like never even saved up that much money to spend in a weekend. Like that's horrifying to me.
1: I probably spent that much on during certain weekends, I guess, like going to Harry Potter World. You know, you go, you you have to pay for the gas to drive there. You have to pay for the ticket. You gotta pay for the hotel and your food. Um, so I probably would have spent that much here and there, depending on the situation, but it's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, well, I day trip everywhere because I already live in Florida. True. So I don't hotel. I don't eat in parks whenever I go somewhere like we basically pack our lunch for everything
1: yeah when my husband and I did our four-day drive we packed like apples and peanut butter sandwiches and stuff like that
0: yeah I do chicken salad chicken pasta salad because it stays cold yeah
1: love me a good potato salad or deviled eggs
0: I don't like deviled eggs I don't like the texture personally
1: I love deviled eggs
0: I know. I feel like I'm missing out, but I can't get I can't get past it. What but, you do you know, think
1: about I bet Mrs. Elton always goes out to eat.
0: Yep, I was gonna I say you know uh, what Emma the can't opportunity
1: get. Opportunity arises. She's like, let's go.
0: Yep, I was gonna say you know what Emma can't get past Mrs. Elton's behavior. <laughs> yep. Um.
1: Because Emma would be like, it's so cute and adorable that we're gonna have a picnic. Mrs. Elton is like rubbish. You, you uncultured swine.
0: Mrs. Uh, Elton would be like, I've already had it catered by, I'm tr- trying to think of like Outback. I don't know. I don't know where rich people go. That doesn't feel right, but like some sort of steakhouse probably.
1: Yeah. If rich I was, people don't
0: go to Outback. I, I don't if know. If
1: getting anything catered by a steakhouse, it would be Texas Roadhouse, right? Because I don't, Cause I don't eat a lot of meat, but I love their salads and their rolls are delicious and they have great mashed potatoes.
0: I like their baked potato chef's kiss. It's delicious. Um, but yeah, Emma invites Jane Fairfax to be friends with herself instead of, uh, with Mrs. It's not working out. (laughs) And then Jane apparently went out in the rain to get letters um, and I'm like, girl, that's real sus. And everyone's like, why would you do that? And she's like, well, I just oh, really you know. like talking.
1: <laughs> no, bit, no reason.
0: Yeah, and then you're, like, so caught into the light that now you actually have to go out every day to go get letters because you've already told people that that's what you do every day.
1: It's like, um, there's a TV show where, like, on the first date, the guy was nervous, so he said he hates olives. So for the rest of his life, he can't eat olives. And it's like, lies we tell.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You can't even change your palate. You got to be like, nope, still hate him.
1: Nope, this is my life now.
0: So for some reason, uh, Jane keeps looking like she's about to cry whenever someone brings up marriage. And I'm like, girl, what did uh, Frank Churchill do to you? Because it had to have been him at this point.
1: Well, because we're giving the indication of like, who else could it be? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know if this is a red herring because sometimes like Jane Austen pulls one over on me. But like I know.
1: And she I, does that so well too because it's like what?
0: Yeah. You're like out of the book and then you read the book back and you're like, oh my God.
1: It's like I thought I was reading a romance, not a mystery.
0: I know. It's when I found out that like Darcy was actually into Lizzie, I was like, Bruh, what? Yeah. Who's t-? Okay. The one who's not handsome
1: enough for you.
0: I made a t- tweet today. But uh, I said, you know that trend where it's like, she's a 10, but, and then like, I
1: saw that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of that. Okay. I thought it was funny.
1: I love that. And that is one of my favorite representations of Charlotte. Uh, yeah. In the films. I think she, that actress did a phenomenal job. And I think that um, that line is so incredible. Like, we're given the implication in the book and in other adaptations of Pride and Prejudice that she doesn't that Lizzie is like middle class at best mm-hmm. and Charlotte is below that. Mm-hmm. And when she marries Mr. Collins, it's like, oh, she's greedy and it's a moment of opportunity. And from this perspective, uh, it doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like, well, what else is she gonna do? She has no money, she has no prospects, she's already mm-hmm. twenty years old like
0: averted le- their parents
1: like oh i hate it it kill. i'm so glad women don't have to live like that anymore at least in the western uh in the western world it's not yeah. as as often i should say because it's only a couple decades ago- well okay that's wrong it was only a few decades ago that my grandparents had an arranged marriage so i can't be too like judgmental but i'm just glad that we've moved past that for the most part
0: yeah I will say, though, as soon as I turn 27, that will be my Instagram (laughs) caption for my birthday.
1: Even if you're married?
0: Yep. I'm 27 years old. I've got no money, no prospects. My boyfriend will be like, what? And I'll be like, leave me alone. This is my moment.
1: (laughs) Be like, I don't see you with a rig. (laughs) Well, don't you have a while before you turn 27?
0: Yeah, I think I'm 24 right now. I don't know. So, After yeah. I think 21, he has I'm three like.
1: Years to propose, it's fine.
0: It's fine. You yeah. You guys have only
1: been together for 12.
0: Yeah, casual, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Every time I have, tell people how long they're to get, I've been together with him, they're like, "Um, why aren't you guys married yet?" And I'm like, "We are both the same age, and you're not married yet." So, that's yeah, a lot of comments from someone. See, who's- my
1: sister has been with her boyfriend for seven years.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the tall, beautiful one. She's been with her boyfriend for, like, seven or eight years now, and they're still not married. And she's been, like, wanting the marriage for the last, like, mm, six of those seven to eight years. Like, so, and she's 20, she just turned 27. So she's, uh she's four years older than I was when I got married. Because I got married at 23.
0: Yeah. Which I guess
1: is pretty young, but...
0: I'm not super know. worried about it, but also, like, it'll happen when it happens, but, like, we just yeah. got a financially stable job, so I'm like, all right.
1: I mean, there are reasons to get married beyond, I love yet you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, Especially in the United States, because how else are you going to get on somebody's insurance plan?
0: Yeah. I'm like... like- by the time I turn 26, we're probably going to have to have a courthouse wedding or something because uh, he has an adult job and I freelance. So I would like to be on his insurance. Don't
1: knock the courthouse. I did it and it was great.
0: Listen, was I don't want a big it's wedding very intimate.
1: It was just us and a couple people that we love
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it cost next to nothing. I got my address from Target for
0: $17. Perfect. It was awesome. I love saved that. so much money. I want to do that and then, like, have... I'm either going to do, like, a really small, intimate wedding and then have, like, a big party at my house or something. Nice. Or something like that. Because I don't want to spend... I don't... Okay. My thing is I don't want to spend what could be a down payment on a home on a wedding. On a,
1: on a wedding.
0: Yeah. It seems stupid Yeah. To me. I want
1: the money to go to my marriage, not my wedding. Exactly. Yeah. If we had spent, the like, the amount of money we got as, like, gifts... For our wedding, because you know, people give cash and checks and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. We were able
1: to get an air mattress and a chair. Both used. Nice. But <laughs> but if we had paid for a wedding, we wouldn't have even had that.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know I don't need a giant wedding. I don't need everybody to like be there. Like I'm okay. It's a lot for me. That sounds yeah. terrible. I, don't, I just don't want to have that sort of investment. I'd rather go on, like, a v- nice vacation afterwards.
1: Yeah. Or I still haven't perhaps. gone on a honeymoon. I'm hoping someday.
0: Yeah. I would just be like, all right. We this didn't is have it. the
1: chance when we got married to do the honeymoon because we had to move, like, that day. Okay. So I'm going on 10 years of marriage with no honeymoon.
0: What was that, Sense and Sensibility where uh, – Lydia was, like, already leaving the, like, like left the chapel and immediately got in the car and moved. Was that that?
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, no, that was Pride and Prejudice. Was that Pride and Prejudice? Because Lydia is in Pride and Prejudice, not Sense and Sensibility.
0: Oh, sorry, you're right. Mrs. Next El- chapter. <laughs> yeah, let's see.
1: Mrs. Elton is like, oh, no, I gotta go outside.
0: Yeah, and she's like, I'm gonna have someone deliver your letters. And Jane's like, oh, and then next chapter. So, 35, uh, Mrs. Mm -hmm. Ellen will only talk to Jane Fairfax, so Emma and Mrs. Weston are left to, like, talk to themselves, and everyone's just, like, weirdly grouped, you know? It's like
1: those weird social cliques where everybody's from a different group, Mm -hmm. and then, like, two people have to talk, and you're left alone, and it's like, I'm from the chess club, and you're a cheerleader. What could we possibly have in common?
0: Yeah, so then you, like, both pull out your phones and just proceed to, like, scroll through That's my when I Facebook. grab my
1: Kindle or my book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. For sure. So Mrs. Ellen is not letting this trip to the post office go, and she <laughs> and then she's also like trying to find Jane a man. Like I'm just imagining Mrs. Ellen like pulls out Tinder on Jane's phone, and Jane's <laughs> like, "Let's not do this right now." And she's like, "No, like, we're gonna sorry. find you a husband." <laughs> Let's set up we your can't profile. Can't let be
1: single forever. Come
0: on. I know. And like, ooh, we don't know what's going on with Jane and Frank. So I'm like, are they dating? Are they courting? Are they secretly married? And then he's going to see Tinder on her phone. Ugh. And be
1: like, WTF? <laughs> I've been betrayed.
0: Yep. Be
1: like I, that melting emoji.
0: I think they're secretly married is my guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good guess. Interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyways. So, uh, she doesn't want to be set up with a man until the Campbells are back. And I'm like, what? Why? What does it matter?
1: She's just, like, full of flimsy excuses that make no sense.
0: Yeah. Which I love that for her. Like, she's a terrible liar. Don't know why she's in this position, but whatever.
1: It's like, it's like, she's too open with information, right? It's like, uh, the difference between like my husband and I, like if I call like, call in sick for work, my husband is like, I need to take a sick day. And they ask him questions. And he's like, I need to take a sick day. I need to take a sick day. I need to take a sick day until they get the he's not giving them information, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I do it. And I'm over here. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, why well, the fever, like a really bad fever. And, uh, I've been sick all day and coughing and they're like, "Uh uh-huh. And and it's like, and did I mention the fever? "Uh Uh-huh. And, and I keep giving them more information, but I end up looking really shady because I'm just like giving the same excuses. Mm -hmm. That's, that's her. They're like, it's like, if you hadn't lied at all, if you had just stuck to your guns and been like, that's my business, it would have been fine. But because you first, like you set the precedence of offering information, you now have to consistently provide information.
0: Yeah, she's got it like it's scrolled on her hand with yeah. all her lies. <laughs> Post office every morning.
1: <laughs> I Just like to get my extra steps in, you know.
0: Yeah, she's like, I'm really on a health kick right now. <laughs> Um, And then apparently Mrs. Elton says that she's Mr. Woodhouse's favorite. And Emma's like, I'm literally right here. And that is my father. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, literally, who would say that? I know that offended me. I'm like, girl, back up. But Mr. Weston showed up and Mr. Knightley's kind of pissed because this means everyone's going to have to stay later now. Um, And then Frank, it's announced that Frank Churchill is coming back to town Which is why Mr. Weston came over to spread the news and everyone's like, cool. Awesome. This is great. Yeah. And I was very interested to see Jane's reaction to this. So then we are on to chapter 36. Um, Mr. Weston says he hopes he can soon introduce Frank and Mrs. Elton and says that he opened the letter addressed to his wife, which, like, freaks out Mrs. Elton. Mrs. Churchill suddenly wants to come to town even though she was, like, so sick she couldn't get off the couch. And I'm like, girl, why? Right? If
1: you're so so sick you can't get off the couch, stay on the couch.
0: Yeah. And then, like, she feels better. And then suddenly she's really sick again. And it's all dependent on, like, when Frank actually wants to come to a social engagement and when he doesn't. So.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yep. It's
1: like You can always tell when my husband is going to use me as an excuse to not go places. Because if he tells you, oh, I got to check with Bethany, he doesn't Mm want to go. He doesn't have to check with me. He's 35 years old. He does not have to check with me. He just does not want to go. He's going to, quote, check with me, and then he's going to be like, oh, no! Can't go, guys! The wife, drat! Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge.
0: Yeah, mine is Hold on, let me double check my calendar and then checking calendar, checking calendar, seeing I have an open day, checking with Daniel. Is this actually an open day? And then being like, do we want to go though? No. <laughs> you know, I have a recording that day. That sucks. Um, I it simply cannot be moved.
1: <laughs> it's so interesting because I feel like, especially after COVID, it's more and more acceptable to just be like, no. Yeah. This- like it's, no is a complete sentence and it's okay to use it but i feel like i also grew up in an era where you have to constantly and consistently make yourself unhappy and uncomfortable for other people like you don't want to go too bad that person wants you to go so you have to be there mm-hmm. you're too sick to go to work too bad they need you at work so you better be there like we're constantly when I was growing up, especially when I was a teenager and having jobs and going to school and stuff, it was like you just go. You just you have to. Mm-hmm. And it's like why yeah. are we put on this earth to make ourselves uncomfortable for the comfort level of other people? Because yep. if they really cared about us and we said like, you know what, I have melancholy today, so no, my mental health is not capable. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, Got you.
0: Yeah. You know? I had I had a friend tell me the other day and she was like um, I would come, but I don't want to get out of bed. And I was like, respectable. You have a great yeah.
1: day. Gotcha. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I had one time I had like severe melancholy, um, mm-hmm. which I did frequently, but it was really bad one day. And I like could not get out of bed and I was texting my sister and I'm like, I'm just going to like watch friends and get under my heated blanket. And I'm not even going to eat because I, then I would have to walk all the way to the kitchen and I don't want to do that. And, like, 20 minutes later, the doorbell rings. She had door me food so that I wouldn't have to cook anything. Just because Aww. I was, like, sad one day. She was, like, she at, like, breakfast burritos. I was, like, this is amazing. What
0: a homie. <laughs> what a homie. Love that.
1: Like, you're more romantic than my husband. He's, like, you don't need breakfast burritos. Lindsay's, like, I got you. I live in another state so I'll just DoorDash it.
0: How <laughs> oh, sweet. I was on Twitch and one of our friends got their uh, one of his friends DoorDashed him food because he said he hadn't eaten yet. Well, all I- while we were on Twitch and I was like, "I love this."
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz she lives in Utah, so <clears throat> in order to do that, she has to DoorDash. There's no other way to get it to me. So yeah. I just think it's like adorable that we live in a time where, from another state, someone can send you something in a
0: matter of minutes. Like yeah. I got you. That's there so you sweet. Go. I love that.
1: Yeah. Anyways, anyways. Nobody sent anything to the church from the Churchills.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, um, Mrs. Allen also is like, has that, has he heard of my arrival? I'm sure you've heard of my arrival, like, girl.
1: Tell him I was here. Yeah. You told him I was here, right?
0: Scrawling, uh, Mrs. Churchill was, or Mrs. Elton was here on the side of the
1: building. <laughs> just so everybody knows.
0: Yep. Jane is being super, super silent. Um, and yeah, then Mr. Weston roasts Mrs. Churchill for just no reason. Out of the He's
1: blue. So rude, right?
0: Yeah, I was like, dude, what? <laughs> He's like, I feel like she's lying. I'm like, are you sure it's not your son who's lying?
1: I would also be like, it's not your business if she's lying. What's it matter?
0: Yeah, literally, like what effect? Control. Yeah, he's like, "Um, I think she is faking her illness. We're all like, whoa, probably, but also whoa. And then Mr. Knightley makes a random comment about Emma never being home. (laughs) And Emma's like, what are you literally talking about? I'm home all the time. (laughs) and then they just start bickering which is adorable and i love it so chapter 37 these roman numerals are still messing me up but i'm doing my best so emma is nervous apparently that frank still feels something for her and will be getting his emotions in the mix and she's like i don't care about him also it's not even confirmed that frank feels anything for her which i
1: no, it's just like it's it's, again it's it's what we see so consistently throughout this book so far is just like making assumptions based on very little information.
0: Mm-hmm. And Emma's like, he said, like, I have the
1: picture you painted. Yeah. Like, but you have a picture. I have the picture you painted. Mm hmm. Oh, awkward. What do I do?
0: Yep. And it's like, Emma's just not learning from her mistakes at all. And I think it's adorable. I just think it's funny.
1: What were we talking about earlier about being, like, the pretty one or the smart one? Emma's the pretty one, but she wants people to think she's the smart one. And in doing so, she, like, constantly overestimates herself.
0: Yeah. She's like, I'm a matchmaker. I know when people are in love. And we're like, no.
1: Like, you wouldn't know love if it bit you in the butt.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Cupid
1: himself could call you and you wouldn't listen.
0: Yep. He'd be like, hey, they're in love. And Emma would be like, no.
1: Not he's in love with
0: other people, actually. <laughs> he's in love with Harriet. <laughs> Emma That's is same. nervous. Oh, sorry. I just said that. Um, Emma thinks he's less in love and he stopped in only for the briefest moment before quickly hurrying away. I'm like, hurrying away to see Jane?
1: Because <laughs> he got to go see Jane? Is that why? <laughs>
0: Are they gonna take a walk to the post office?
1: <laughs> no, they go. Post office is by herself. He would take her to like FedEx or UPS or somewhere fancy.
0: <laughs> Only the rich go to FedEx,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, we don't trust UPS in my house anymore.
0: UPS will literally lose your package and just be like, "Hope it gets there." Smiley face. Yep. Hurt.
1: I got mine. At least I got reimbursed for mine that they lost, but. It was a crocheted blanket that I made with my own two hands and the amount they reimbursed me didn't even cover the yarn, let alone like the labor and stuff. So Uh, yarn is expensive. I don't think people realize that if anybody ever makes you a blanket, uh, if they like crochet you or knit you a blanket, just know that it's expensive. Okay.
0: Yeah, it is. I buy my yarn from Walmart. Um, Otherwise, this
1: this yarn was from Walmart, Mm -hmm. but it was that blended yarn that changes colors. Oh, yeah. So it was probably it was probably like one hundred and twenty dollars worth of yarn. Oh, God. Yeah. Plus the amount of time it takes to make it and the packaging. And I was just really bummed because somebody out there has a handmade blanket that I made for a friend of mine. And I'll never know who stole it.
0: Yeah. Hopefully they at least appreciate it.
1: Right? (laughs) But then like a week ago, my fairy loot didn't come in. And it's through UPS apparently. I don't get to choose that. But so I messaged. I like looked it up and it was like, the person no longer lives at this address. I was like, the hell are you talking about? I definitely live here and Mm -hmm. I work from home. Ain't nobody coming to my door anytime. I've never seen them come to my door. What are you talking about? Yeah. I call UPS. I wait online for like a million years. And they're like, oh, nothing we can do about it. And I'm like, but you have the package. And they're like, uh-huh. yeah, but we've already sent it back to the sender. I'm like, it says in Las Vegas. I'm in Las Vegas. The package is in Las Vegas. I paid yeah. $60 for it. Like, can I just have my box? But their program doesn't work that way. So I had to like contact Fairy Loot. And Fairy Loot was like, Did you already talk to UPS? And I was like, read the email. Yeah. Because in my email, I provided as much information as possible, including every word UPS said to me. And a copy of the email transcript I had going on with UPS trying to get all this information. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to send me another box. Because that's an expensive thing to not get yeah. anything back on. But I still haven't gotten anything yet. That's annoying. I'm very sad.
0: I heard a lot of people have been having issues with the bookish box. Have you heard about that? No. No apparently i i've been seeing people talking about it mostly on tiktok but i guess like they're like months behind oh
1: yeah
0: stuff to like this
1: wasn't them at all this wasn't their fault this was yeah yes's fault
0: yeah i just i get nervous about ordering stuff from like bookish merch shops like i want to but i'm also like i get stressed about mail And things like that. I've never had
1: any issues with Fairyloot. That's why it's such a bummer. But it's not Fairyloot's fault. It's 100% the UPS person's fault. But I'm just super bummed. Because I want my package. Yeah,
0: Because I have issues with... Because at my apartment complex, they have to drop it at our door. If it doesn't fit in our mailbox thing. Um, And sometimes people just decide they don't want to do that. And send it back. And so I have a lot of anxiety around actually getting my own mail. 'Cause I sometimes I just don't feel like dropping it at the door and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Like Yeah, that's why I'm
1: I'm hoping that um we'll get out of the apartment soon and we'll have like a more closed way of getting our meal. Yeah. Not like where everybody can see a box on my front door.
0: Yeah. I just want yeah. to be able to like get mail. <laughs> I, like, what I
1: need to do is like just set up a PO box, then I know exactly where all my mail is going.
0: Yeah, I had to send, uh, Daniel wanted a carpet for Christmas for his car, so I had to send it to our friend's house, because they don't live in an apartment, so that we could, like, actually get it, because I was like, if this gets sent back, like, I'm already buying it from a slightly sketchy website, if it gets (laughs) sent back, I'm not seeing that money ever. So I was like, let's, uh, not do that then.
1: That's so funny. Well, luckily, it doesn't look like any of our protagonists have lost packages recently.
0: Yeah, you know, Jane just making that daily trip.
1: To the post office.
0: So after 10 days in London, Frank and his aunt moved to Richmond, which apparently is closer, I guess. Um, and they're like, okay, time to have that ball now, which just love that single track mind for them. Uh, and then we're on they to have their
1: priorities.
0: Yep. They're like, this is what I want. We are on to chapter 38, I think. I need to, like, write in little, like, what is that? Parentheses, the actual number, so I'm not counting what <laughs> when I say it, you know? Yeah, it's 38. The party yep. is
1: upon us.
0: Yep. Uh, quite a few people are there early to help, which makes me laugh because... Uh, they say basically everybody in attendance except a handful of people are already there early. Nice. Yeah. Frank seems stressed and he keeps moving about and I think he's looking for Jane. Uh, Miss. Jane- Sorry, what?
1: Like why would he look for Jean? That doesn't make sense. I think that's what he's doing.
0: I, think <laughs> I this is my head canon, and I am not going to be dissuaded until Jane Austen herself <laughs> tells me what's going on.
1: Until Jane Austen herself. I'm
0: that's gonna get funny. to the end of the book, and I'm gonna be like, I was so wrong. <laughs> so I can uh,
1: write the fanfic of it.
0: Yep, that's the other option. <laughs> Uh, mrs ellen says that she likes frank um and i don't know why she just has met him once and decided he's the best person alive uh i did fully skip the absolute wall of text from mrs uh, miss bates (laughs) it was like two full pages and i was like no so much
1: i'm like blah 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 we get it
0: yeah because that's always, like, nonsense, too. So it's just, like... And so, and
1: she talks in circles, too, right? Like, yeah. Um, you know, it's like, I went to the grocery store is one complete story, because you went to the grocery store. But you can turn that into an entire novel. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is why I went to the grocery store. This is what happened on the way to the grocery store. Maybe I fell in a cave. Who knows?
0: Yeah. And then I ran into Margaret at the grocery store. And you will not believe <laughs> what she said. And you're like, whoa. Well, I just asked how those french fries were. I didn't need the backstory <laughs> of how you got them. Did you know. <laughs> yeah, Margaret and her son, Timmy, was. There? I didn't even know Timmy was home from the boarding school. Did you know that? Anyways, uh, so, you know, after talking about this, I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Like, you read a book. Like one- you never
1: know how much information to give in a story, and it's like always less than you think.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I could cut this in half, and still it would be too much. And the funny thing, too, is, like, once you read one or two of them, you kind of know how all of her texts are going to go. Are going to
1: go, yeah. She's that person that sends paragraphs in a text message,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, instead of just, like, hey, what's up? you ask how they're doing or what they're up to. And instead of being, like, at Target, you, she'll send, like, six paragraphs. And you're, like, what did I
0: ask her? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. I just like to imagine <laughs> it's that person that every time you message them something on Snapchat, they reply with a video and the video takes you <laughs> 2 minutes to watch and right? you can't go back. So you're like losing what the question even was and you're like where what's what's happening here? Where did we go?
1: She's that person that if she calls you, you don't answer. Yep. You're like can't talk, text me.
0: Yep. Cuz if you talk to her, you'll be on the phone for like you'll 4 never hours. Get off the phone. Yep. And you're like, okay, I guess I live on this phone She's now. Really so we have caller ID. Yep. <laughs> you know, the man who was invent or the person who was inventing caller ID saw her name and was like, ooh, I need to know when she calls me. So I gotta
1: pass this stuff. If only there was a way.
0: If only there was a way.
1: <laughs> because, okay, because she- can you imagine if she like, called you the night after the ball? Because she thinks, by the way, if you haven't read the book, that the whole ball, the entire ball, mm-hmm. is just for her. Yeah. Like it is just for her. Can you imagine me on the other end of that phone? Oh, you wouldn't believe it. I got to the I got to the party and I was just a flummoxed. Everyone was there just to celebrate me. I was such a lady, but you know, I would never I would never brag about such a thing. How atrocious can you imagine? Like she just would go on and on and on.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And you just—have you ever had a person that talks so much on the phone that you set the phone down, gone and done something else, and come back and they're still talking? Exactly. Yeah, 100%. that would be her. That would one hundred percent be her. <laughs> um, and then Emma asks how Frank likes Mrs. Allen, and he says, "Not at all. What a mood." Um, right. And then uh, she I calls don't like him. Yeah, she calls him ungrateful, which I think is funny. I was like, "You are ungrateful," and I love that for her.
1: I love that Emma of all people would call somebody else ungrateful.
0: Yep. <laughs> I love the irony of it. I think it's funny. Uh, for some reason, Mrs. Elton has to start the ball, which annoyed Emma. Emma's like, "Literally, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is my job." Uh, And then Emma's watching Mr. Knightley and I'm like, ooh. And then she comments on how good he looks. I'm like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Mr. Elton purposely snubs Harriet.
1: Yeah. And it's like, that's why people don't like him.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, dude. Like, I guess it's because they had like a like Emma thought they had a history, but no one else thought that so Emma
1: often thinks things that aren't that have very little evidence
0: yeah right yeah and then Mr. Knightley danced with Harriet uh and I was like adorable love that what a legend Mr. Knightley because Emma's made it very clear that he does not dance even though she wants to see him dance and I was like Emma getting your wish girl
1: I know it's so sweet right
0: Listen, the only thing I know is from Clueless. I know that Paul Rudd and um, Emma end up together. So that is the only reason I know this. This is like the one spoiler that I have because I don't remember anything else from that movie. I
1: remember everything from that movie. (laughs) My
0: memory is horrible. I love that. That is like a top five rom-com for me. Yeah. My memory is horrible. So every time I see a movie, um, it's like I see it for the first time.
1: Nope. My memory is very good.
0: I wish mine was better, but at I mean, least it's fun.
1: I still enjoy it. Yeah. That's what matters. Is even if I do have it memorized, I still enjoy it. But yeah, yeah I love I love me.
0: So I just, yeah, I have to see it a lot for me to remember. And I've only seen Clueless like twice fully. So. I have no
1: idea how many times I've seen Clueless, but it's nowhere near twice. <laughs> it's a, It's a minimum of double digits.
0: It's fine. It's a good movie, so worth it. It.
1: Is. it is. Anyways.
0: So then we get another giant wall of text from Miss Bates. Again, mood. Uh, and then Emma and Knightley are going to dance, and I'm like, yes, girl. I was so excited. I was like, oh, finally. And Fist then it was like, end here. of
1: chapter, and I was like, no.
0: I, I know. Her. I was like, how dare you? The audacity. Of Jane Austen literally and then we are on to chapter nine so the next morning Frank is leading a very pale looking Harriet to Emma's house at Hartfield uh and I was like yo what happened and then <laughs> out, Harriet got assaulted and I was like in a Jane Austen yeah. novel
1: I was like wait what
0: I know that like threw me for a loop I was very surprised that happened yeah
1: it's also kind of terrifying because like you're not used to it in a Jane Austen novel. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, there was a little drama when Jane in uh, Pride and Prejudice got a cold. And yeah, it was kind of upsetting when, was it Eleanor in Sense and Sensibility twisted her ankle? But like, she got
0: Yeah, she like, literally got jumped.
1: really <laughs> attacked.
0: Yeah, and I was like, yo, what? She's so, the
1: reason every girl is now going to carry pepper spray in that neighborhood.
0: Literally, they're they've got knives and pepper spray right this is uh what started pride and prejudice and zombies changed my mind
1: (laughs) this was the inspiration yep this (laughs) scene
0: specifically oh man so emma thinks it's fate that they ran into each other and now she's like starting to ship them and i'm like emma can you please cool your jets for a couple minutes (laughs) so then we are on to chapter 40 uh, Harriet's decided to destroy the memories of Mr. Ellen. I was like, good for you, but like, also, what did you have? And she's like, had a couple things he touched, and I was like, why did you have these?
1: That's all. That's like all of the Elton that she has, and she's like, it's time to move on! And it's like, girl! <laughs> but in Harriet's defense, it's not her fault.
0: Yeah. Harriet
1: had a boy that she was interested in. Mm-hmm. Emma very deliberately convinced her to completely forget about her little farmer boy and only focus on Mr. Elton. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: because of that, Harriet got invested in in Elton. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: it's revealed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She actually has a crush on
1: somebody else now.
0: I know. And she's like, I have a crush on Mr. Knightley. And I'm like, Harriet, no. (laughs) I'm like, Harriet, no, don't do that. Why would you do that to yourself? Like Mister like
1: Knightley's, Knightley's kindness is uh, mistaken for infatuation.
0: No, and then Emma's like, this really yeah, and Emma's like, this actually seems fine, and I'm like, mm, no, this does not seem fine. I think this is gonna be bad. And then we're on to chapter forty-one. So Mr. Knightley is very suspicious of Frank and he thinks he's making moves <laughs> towards like Emma he's but also Jane. He's
1: like follow them. Follow <laughs> them. He would be the dad that like sends the butler in a taxi to follow them around town.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm imagining that this is like Mr. Knightley's first sign that he kind of has like a crush on Emma though and he's like I'm, I'm just watching for her safety. That's it. That's the only reason I care. No other reason. Um, but yeah, so he's very suspicious. And he's like... If I find out that uh, Mr. Knightley and Emma don't get together and that's only something that has in Clueless, I'm going to be kind of pissed. I'm not even going to lie to you right now. I was just thinking about that right now.
1: <laughs>
0: like, I will be actually mad.
1: I'm not going to give anything away.
0: That's fair. I'll find out literally next week, but also we'll be salty about it. Actually, I'll probably (laughs) find out tomorrow because I'll probably do the read tomorrow. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) anyways, Frank starts like gaslighting his stepmom and being like, yeah, no, you said you were going to go over there. Um, No, sorry. Don't you remember? Yeah. He's like, you told me that Perry was going to get a carriage. And she's like, I had no idea until you've said it just now. So I could not have been the one to tell you. And Frank's like, um. hmm." Then he's like, maybe I had a dream about it. And apparently this is a big hint that uh, he's definitely talking to Jane because Jane knew. And it was. Happening to uh, happening to have talked about it to Missus Elton, and Missus <laughs> Elton's like, "Oh, you literally just told me that. Ha! How funny! What a quinquenig." So then, uh, Mr. Knightley tries to warn Emma that it seems like there's something going on between Frank and Jane, and Emma just straight up shuts it down. Which Mr. Knightley is like, "Oh my God, Emma really likes Frank."
1: And we're like, "Because otherwise, why would she shut it down so fast?"
0: Yeah, yeah. And I was like, doesn't realize that that's what's happening. But that's definitely how it seems. There's a lot of assumptions going on in this book. I think a subtitle for this book is Assumptions Make an Ass Out of You and Me. Yeah. Yup, yep, yep. Like every Jane Austen book, I feel like, can have a like subtitle. Like Pride and Prejudice, it's uh don't be a dick to people.
1: Do you, um, it's like friends, all of their episodes are titled the one with the one where mm-hmm. the one when. So it's like every in Austin book could be called like Emma, the one where there's a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Pride and prejudice, the one where there's a misunderstanding. Cause like half <laughs> of it is based off of like one or two miscommunications and that's yeah. it. Yeah. But if that's you- true. Of
0: like every story I feel like. Yeah. I feel like especially ones that aren't, like, fantasy-based. Yeah. know, like, if you
1: guys had just, like, had one
0: conversation where you were both honest
1: with each other, none of this would have happened.
0: Every uh, Enemies to Lovers book ever. Yes. They're like, she couldn't like me, we're enemies. And I'm like, she is daydreaming about you naked, so... (laughs) I'm reading, right now I'm reading, I just started today, actually, um, A Touch of Darkness. And then she's like, Hades couldn't love me. And I'm like, um, (laughs) girl. Like, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, this man kissed you so that uh, you could enter his domain at any time. I think he thinks you're hot. Maybe, possibly, definitely. Okay. (laughs) That's not a spoiler because I'm only four chapters in, so...
1: I mean, it's a Hades Persephone retelling, so. Yeah, we
0: all know it's going to happen. Stuff we already know, right? (laughs) Yeah, we just have to enjoy the roller coaster uh, as (laughs) it was.
1: if you like Hades Persephone retellings, I recommend The Abandoned Trilogy by Meg Cabot. It's really good. Okay,
0: I'll have to check that out. I went, I did not think I was like a big Hades Persephone person. And then I read- Oh, but they're so good. I know. I read Lore Olympus and I was like, okay. And then I read uh, Neon Gods and I was like, okay. And then I read, um, <laughs> <laughs> what else? What did I just read? Oh, I read, um, I read Hades by Rebecca Kenny and I was like, ooh. And then I read um what was it? Oh, scarlet Scarlett St. Clair's other book, uh A King of Ash and Blood, I think is what it's called. Okay. Read that and I was like, ooh, I like her writing. So now I'm reading this one. And I'm like, ooh, I love her writing. <laughs> Highly recommend if you haven't read A King of Ash and Blood. I think that's what it's called. It's very yeah. good. Book two. Is I I mean that's soon. how I
1: feel about I love it's the one and only, I should say, um, Hades and Persephone retelling I've read is a band, the Abandoned series by Meg Cabot, but it's really good.
0: I'll have to read it. Isn't she the one that also wrote Crave, or am I thinking? No,
1: no, 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 no. no.
0: Crave is by Tracy Wolf. Um, oh. Meg Cabot
1: is, defined my entire adolescence. Um, she wrote All-American Girl, Princess Diaries.
0: Mm, that's why. Uh, Jinx. I was Anton like, I know the writer's name. It's because of Princess Diaries.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that's what she's most famous for. Yeah. Yeah. You get a movie um, off of your book with Anne Hathaway and uh, Julie Andrews. We all know who you are.
0: Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think I even read the actual book, to be honest.
1: It's extremely different. The movie is amazing, but very different. So, but, but the second movie lives rip-free in my brain at all times. So it doesn't matter how different it is. It's still amazing.
0: Those movies live run free.
1: I know. (laughs) Maybe a Patreon
0: episode in the future just for funsies. Because why not?
1: My sister sister Lindsay and I did an episode on those movies. And I swear it was just like, can we talk about the second one yet? Can we talk about the second one yet? Because I just love that one so much.
0: First movie, decent. Second movie.
1: Yes,
0: gold. Top tier. Very good. Anyways. Uh, chapter 42, Mr. Knightley invites uh, the Elton's to his home. Bad plan, but whatever. Um, Mr. Knightley, like, or sorry, Mrs. Knightley randomly roasts Mr. Knightley's staff for absolutely no reason. She's like, "Um, do you want me to send my staff over to plan this event? And he's like, no, I think I'm fine.
1: Like, my staff are doing a fine job.
0: Yeah. Like, he's like, I've had them for years. They're great. Thanks, though, lady who just got her own staff.
1: <laughs>
0: so everybody wants to go to this little party, which I think is adorable. Um, but, like, while they're walking the grounds, everyone's for- forming tiny little groups. So Mr. Knightley's walking with Harriet. Um, Emma is hanging out with Frank. Wait, no, not yet. She's not hanging out Frank yet. Sorry, I skipped ahead. But yeah, like everybody's in like little pairs. And that's very strange. Um, so while they're walking the grounds, Jane looks super stressed out. Happens to see Emma. And it's like, I'm going home. Tell my aunt I don't feel well. I'm leaving. And Emma's like, are you fine though? And she's like, I just have to leave. And then 30 minutes after she's gone... Frank shows up and he seems pissed. And then he's like, yeah, I want to go to abroad. I want to get out of town. I want to leave. I'm going abroad. So what could it be? I don't know. I
1: don't know.
0: Second fan theory, Jane's currently pregnant with his child. Second headcanon. Don't know. No idea what's happening here. That's my next headcanon though. And then we're on to <laughs> chapter 43. So the next day, the group goes to Box Hill. Um, everybody's again in clicks, and it's very weird. Emma is today finding Harriet and Frank, both dull and insufferable. So everybody's just, like, in a mood. So they decide to make the entire party talk about whatever's on their minds and I was nervous about this. Which, good thing that I was nervous because uh, Emma just decides to roast Miss Bates for no reason and like basically makes a joke about the fact that she doesn't stop talking and I was like, don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then everybody gets offended. Uh, Emma basically cause like a big divide everybody stops talking like goes on their own little way and you know as they're leaving Mr. Knightley comes up tells Emma off for being like super rude and then just like fully gets pissed at her and she feels super bad and then she cries the whole way home I felt bad but yeah that's all we have for this week Ending on a very cheery note over here. Ah, we only have one left. I know. It's weird. I am excited, though. I just, I need to know how this all ends. I need to know what's going on with Frank. I need to know what's going on with Jane. And I need to know if Mr. Knightley and Emma are going to get together. Right? Yeah, I need to know. And also what's happening with Harriet. Lots of loose ends to wrap up but I'm excited.
1: Someday we'll find out.
0: Next week we'll all find out. But thank you so much, Bethany, for uh, joining me. Where can all the people find you and your podcast?
1: So I am everywhere at Bethany Finger Author, and the podcast is everywhere at Prince Kai Fan Pod.
0: Yeah. So go listen uh, while you're waiting to find out what happens. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. See you in the next chapter. See you in the next chapter.